podcast last week. Had some, some personal issues that came up, and the boy was in traction. Wasn't feeling good. Couldn't move. Did something to my back. And, well, still not 100%, but we'll see what's going on. So, uh, today, today is an interesting day. There's a lot of things I wanted to talk about. I wanted to get back into the, uh, some of these pop culture things that kept popping up, like, uh, how cancel culture is still rampant and this woke culture is still rampant. Uh, you don't hear too much about me too which is a plus, unless you follow certain celebrities that are still bitter. Um, but, uh, I don't know. Uh, I got some news about my, my uh, music career. Um, it's starting to pop off, as I've been told. So, yeah, love that. Love that, love that, love that. And I'm going to tell you a little bit more about what's going on in that route. Um, but uh, we don't have to wear masks anymore. And hand washing is still smiled upon. And sanitizer, uh, it seems like it's no longer in short supply. So I'm going to have to change my little, I don't know what I, what would, what would you call that? Catchphrase? Was that a catchphrase? Uh, so today I'm going to tell you to burn your mask, flip off your neighbor, and eat a squirrel. No, I, that doesn't sound good. Um, I need another catchphrase. If you if you have an idea, you know, hit me up on Twitter. Uh, at the OBG, and uh, this low G man, curator of curiosities, is still still here, um, and I'm not going to go anywhere, as far as I know, unless they burn this whole building down around my ears. So the institute, I'm going to show you the new wing that we just had cleaned out. After we incinerated all that BS from last season. And this is the conservatory. So follow me and mind the floors. They were just waxed. Oh, I like that. Maybe I'll use that as my catchphrase. Mind the floors. They have just been waxed. Okay. Uh, so here we are in the conservatory. And it's pretty big. It's... We got uh, got a, lot, a couple instruments up on the stage. You see, they got a grand piano, got a harp, and my personal favorite, a didgeridoo. No, I'm not going to play that right now. Um, I tried ordering one uh, from uh, Australia. The one up here is from Amazon, and it's not quite as good as a uh, direct import. So, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to tell you about 
my escapades into the music foray. Now, I know I've told you all last season and uh, in other episodes where um, all I would do is, uh, you know, I was DJ and DJing for years and we had episodes about EDM and we had episodes about other music styles like industrial and all this other stuff that really is appealing. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, so we, we got... Uh, we got some interesting stuff here where, where when I had uh, reached out to No Face Records. Now, No Face was something that spawned off of Armada Records. And a lot of people don't know that, and I was reminded of that recently. Uh, I had a conversation with uh, one of their business people uh, who is also a DJ like myself and uh, he he is quite quite an interesting character and I will say that I I would definitely have a pint with him I think he's a he, he's a pretty cool dude um, cares a lot about people bottom line cares a lot about people uh, and he made me feel in this in our um, discussion, he made me feel like I was <laughs> I was something. Um, I wasn't frowned upon. I wasn't spit upon. I was you know I I, I was something. Um, so here, here he was telling me that No Face Records. And now this is not going to be a big, um, I don't want it to be a big freebie for, for their record company. Um, but because it is directly affecting me, I guess I could share with you the details. So No Face Records has this thing called No Face Academy, where they have uh, staff that will help you know budding producers like myself on how to grow and be better stronger than anybody else um, so uh, they're giving you an edge in this academy and so I'm, I'm enrolled and what, what he, what we were talking about is uh, getting that great feedback from one of your tracks and uh, taking it from there. Uh, <laughs> so what I'm, um, what I'm doing is uh, I, I had submitted a track. They had a, they had a whole big feedback thing where I, I email a track to their feedback and then the feedback kicks it back to me and then uh, says tweak this or do that or do this or do that so I would I was going back and forth with feedback for, for a long time not knowing who the heck was controlling that email and uh, so they had sent me this um, this thing saying 
I'm you know let let this uh, let let the manager look at this uh, and and see what he can do about it. So I'm like, okay, so. So I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I don't hear anything. No more emails. So then I reach out to the, the manager because I've been talking with him. He was the one that actually, you know, tried pushing me into this uh, this thing. And I'm like, okay, let's let's do this. So he he hit me up the other night and he says, "Did you get a response yet?" And I go, "No." He says, "Send it back. Send me that email and make sure you get something." So, I did. <laughs> and I'm still waiting. <laughs> so, here, uh, tonight, I, I, was, I was talking with the, their business guy. And uh, he was, and we talked for an hour. Come on, this dude's busy. But he, he liked talking with me. And we chatted for an hour. And he, so, he was really digging it. Um, so we got, uh, huh. <laughs> so we got this, um, we got this, uh, that we had this discussion and he was telling me about, uh, all the different things that the Academy is doing and, and different trips that they're doing and different, uh, that, you know, signing to, to a, their label and everything else and, you know, helping me get get onto uh, you know Spotify and, and production and uh, and all this other BS. So so I'm just like I'm thinking, okay. So now I can uh, worry about distribution. So they tell me, okay. So for distribution, it's going to involve marketing. It's going to involve the uh, this is going to involve that. He says, then you, then you, when you get into there, you, you get ready to put your, your track out there. He says, it's going to go to all the stores. And I stop and I'm sitting there. I'm thinking stores. I mean, people are actually going to pay to buy my stuff. He goes, yeah. Like I'm thinking the Beatport. Yeah. Apple. Yeah. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> he says, and I'm going to help you get your your uh, your Spotify numbers up. You got something on Spotify? I go, yeah, I got I got one track on Spotify. He goes, do you have any more on there? I go, well, I just posted uh, a bunch the other day. I was just waiting for it all all of them to clear. I said it's been about a week. He goes, okay. <laughs> He's like, well, what I want you to do. Is I want you to, uh, you know, I want you to send me a link so I can listen, so I personally can listen to your stuff because it's what I do. He says I, I manage uh, the the head of the company because the head of the company is a he, he's a, a DJ as well, DJ producer, and has been for years. So this is the dude that gets the, that big guy all of his shows, and I'm sitting here thinking. Okay, so this dude is actually doing all the business stuff and getting the big guy all his shows. This is the dude I got to talk to. So we're talking and we're talking. I'm telling him about the clubs here in, in town and I'm telling him about all this other stuff. And 
So, you know, I've been trying to get in this place, been trying to get in this place. So how are you, how are you getting in there? Well, it was face to face and then we went off on a tangent. So he didn't ever answer that question. Um, he said, he says, well, what's the name of it? So I sent it over to him. He goes, oh, okay. He says, I'll look it up. He says, and I'll, 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 I'll do my research on it. And he says, and maybe I'll even contact him for you. Thinking, oh, so I, maybe I will be able to gig again. Huh. <laughs> Look at your boy. He's going to be back on the main stage again. So here I am. And I'm, he's, he, we're just chatting away, chatting away. He's telling me about his, you know, his life and his history. And I'm telling him about my history. And he's like, he's like wow. He says, so, so you got into it back when it was just starting to, re, you know, resurgence back in North America. And I'm thinking, oh, yeah, it was about that time because there was a whole period where in the late in the 90s, uh, the only place you could hear dance music was the underground. Uh, what is the underground? Well, underground is warehouse parties. First and foremost, warehouse parties. Um, now, those of you that are listening to this podcast have no idea what a warehouse party is. Let me tell you. A warehouse party are usually um, illegal, <laughs> first and foremost. Um, uh, the best visual I can give you, a uh, warehouse party. Uh, go back and watch uh, that iconic opening sequence of the Blade movie with Wesley Snipes, the first movie, where all the people, all the vampires, spoiler alert, uh, were dancing in a warehouse. It was a DJ. It was like bodies were moving and everything, and then. Uh, this, the warehouse was underneath a um, uh, a butcher, where, where, where they 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 house the meat, um, uh, like like Rocky. Remember in Rocky, where where uh, Stallone would be beating up the meat uh, because it was cold and it was hard and it was better than a heavy bag because he was tenderizing the meat. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm thinking, I you know, I'm thinking about that, and I'm thinking, okay, so Stallone was making the original Wagyu beef. <laughs> go figure. Uh, so then we, so here we go. Um, so with Stallone, so in that sequence, uh, when the butcher uh, was done and they were shutting up the shop, uh, the it, you know, the heat was so hot in that warehouse that triggered the um, sprinklers. And, and instead of water coming out of the sprinklers, it was blood from the animals, which triggered the vampiric uh, senses. And any human that was in that uh, warehouse, or unfortunate to be in that warehouse, uh, they, what they would do is they would just eat the human. I don't know why it was hard for me to say that. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, my mind is going a million miles a minute today. You all are listening to me on one of the best days of my life. Uh, I, I, no matter no, no, I, I, we could have an asteroid hit the Earth. We, we could all be vaporized tomorrow. But I'll die with a smile on my face because I, I'm actually happy that I, I had this discussion with this guy. I can't, I, I can't say anything else about it. I'm just a happy camper. So, so, he, so here I am, uh, figuring things out with, with them. And, and he told, was telling about the one club here in town and that I've been trying like for hell to get into, sending emails and calling and face to face with people and trying to get up in there. And everyone's like, really, really? This guy goes, at the end of the conversation, he says, what's the name of that club you're telling me about in Cleveland? I go, oh, so I send it over to him. He goes, really? That's it? Yeah. He goes, oh, really? I go, yeah. I said, he goes, there's a scene there? I go, yeah. He goes, huh, good to know. So, so we're, uh, we're chit-chatting about that and tell me all about the, the place and I'm like they got some kind of big shindig in the Dominican and I'm like ooh that sounds like fun but I just don't have the funds for that right now if it happened next year maybe if I was gigging I'd have the money but I'm not gigging which is kind of like the hints that I was dropping on the guy uh, <laughs> it's like dude if I had the, the, the spending cash hook me up I win the lottery tonight. Oh, but speaking of which, I bought uh, lottery tickets. I bought a lottery ticket last night for um, the Mega Millions. And it, what happened is, is that I lost. <laughs> then we got uh, we got these tickets. I bought tickets today for um, the Powerball and the State Lotto. Now, State Lottos are great. Um, but it's, it, it's weird because state lottos right now it's like four or five million dollars like take home you know that, that's your cash um, but you put that five million which is a shit ton of money mind you that's a shit ton of money you, you don't have to work another day in your life or your kids for, for five million dollars <laughs> you got uh, Powerball, so I bought Powerball. Powerball is like you know 120 or 130 million, which is a lot. Um, is that? But when you think about it, doesn't it just like piss you off when you when you know? Is that just human nature where you see uh, you, you see five million dollars? $5 million is, like I said, a shit ton of money. And you put that next to, you know, $100 million. Yeah. Yeah, I want $100 million. I don't want $5 million. I want $100 million because I'm a greedy son of a bitch. But then you, 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 you can't win that because that's everybody in the country. 
Well, not everybody, just all the idiots like me that buy the tickets. And like, okay, so so if I don't win the the hundred million dollars, but I win the five million, would I actually be pissed? Five million dollars. I would sell my house in a heartbeat and go move somewhere else that look is so much better. Oh, so much better. Now, define better, right? Oh. <laughs> it's all about how you spend the money. So what I would do is I would buy, I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy a million dollar house. First of all, I would not not buy a hundred a million dollar house. I would probably go maybe three hundred thousand. That's sufficient. <laughs> Hell, two hundred thousand sufficient. If it has a bathroom, a kitchen, and a toilet, I'm a happy camper. Uh, I don't I don't entertain. I have no parties. I'm old. I don't do that shit. If I'm, having, if I'm doing a party, it's at a club. It ain't in my house. I, I, my yard is huge. I, I, I got an acre. And uh, I never had anybody over. I've had people come by. <laughs> and I don't answer the door. I have a, a, a no soliciting sign on my door. I, I don't want anybody here. Um, you know, because people, the people that I, I know always know how to ruin the groove, you know. They just, they just ruin it. <laughs> so what I need is, I need that, that, that love, you know. I want that love. I want that, that, that feeling that you get. I want everyone to just, uh, I, I, I want to be somewhere with the, People are, you know, Little Mermaid, the Disney film, where she she sings that song, where she wants to be where the people are, up on land, but she's stuck in the water because she's got fins. It's, I start to wonder, how does she breathe? <laughs> she doesn't have gills on the side of her neck. She's got a human upper body. A fish bottom, so she shits like a fish. So it looks like this giant long tail, like this brown tail that just comes off the fish, and it's as long or longer than the body of that fish because it makes you wonder how big their intestine is. <laughs> and apparently, fish have intestine, so. In order, in order to produce, to produce shit, shit, you have to have intestine. Uh, so now what do we got here? We have, we have a little mermaid who, I believe the story is that she's like 12 or 13. <laughs> and, and she's fully developed in the movie. She's got boobies. She's got... <laughs> the joke is the, the meme was uh, uh, 
why does Ariel wear seashells? Because B shells are too small and D shells are too large. <laughs> oh man, I don't know if that's a dad joke or what, but I thought that was funny. Um, so, so what we got? We got we got Ariel, um, who wants to be up where the people are, and she doesn't know what anything's called. So the other thought is that whole sequence where she's up there with Prince Eric, sitting in that boat, and they're singing that song "Kiss the Girl." <laughs> If you know the if you know the joke, you know where I'm going. Uh, okay, so Ariel, she speaks animal because she's part animal, being a mermaid. <laughs> so she hears the song, you know, "Kiss the Girl." Prince Eric doesn't speak animal, so he clearly is disturbed. That there's a lot of ruckus from like all these random animals that are popping up in this pond that they're like in this little dinghy. <laughs> and she can't talk to him to tell him what's going on. So he's like freaking out. Um, she's trying to lean in and get that kiss, and he's like pulling away and pulling. It's like, does should I lean in? Is she cute enough? And I'm thinking to myself, dude, she's 13 years old. You're a pedophile. <laughs> They've arrested people like you. Yeah, I laugh at my own jokes. Oh, someone's got to, right? So, what's next on the agenda? Uh, don't really have anything. Uh, Kinda, I found out that my house is haunted, uh, which is interesting. Uh, not from a, a, a not from a bad spirit. This is a good spirit. Um, previous owner of the house I live in, and uh, I occasionally get uh, a fragrance from her uh, to acknowledge that she's in the room, and. Uh, I respect her, just unfortunately, that I've trashed the house because it's loaded with all my goods. House is small. And uh, I don't know. It's one of those things where uh, <laughs> where I, I just, it's just the darndest, you know? Uh, it's one of those things where, you know, you, li you live in a house for so long, and I've been here for 10 years. Um, and I feel it's my house. You know, I don't feel like it, you know, in the beginning I felt like it was somebody else's house. Uh, because there was a fam familiarity with it. You know, when you walk in and you feel like, I've been here before. But you never have. <laughs> you just have that feeling like you, you've been there before. So, um, 
so yeah, so so now I feel like it's my house, and I think that the prior owner is is you know telling us that she's leaving, that that, that she trusts us um, to live in her house and to do what we did to the house, and I, I think she totally gets it. Um, she can move on and go to wherever it is that spirits go to. Oh, and I guess you're all asking me. You know, you're rolling your eyes. Oh, God, he's talking about spirits. I thought the whole thing was a computer program. All right. All right. Let me explain something. So if our reality is a simulation and it's a computer program, nothing's real. It's all in your head. Um, when you die, it's game over. You know, your, your, your character <laughs> has exhausted its usefulness and moved on. Um, now, what are spirits? Well, in a computer program, when you delete a file, the file may be gone, but it's still etched into the system and would require a um, some technical wizardry to, to recall the information. Uh, when I was working in the computer field out of college, um, we had a forensic software that I <laughs> I loved using. Um, we'd have uh, people deleting files that they shouldn't have deleted. And, you know, this is the early days of computers. So, you know, about 30 years ago. And um, I would run the software. And this is the stuff that, that I was told that the law enforcement were using. So I'd run the software and it would scour the entire hard drive of the machine until it found whatever that file was called. Uh, so if we were looking for a, like a social security number or a tax document, um, you know what, what would be on that document. So any uh, keyword that you used in that forensic search, it will find the document. I found many documents. I had a bitch of a time to open them, but I could open them and I could see what it is. So that's a spirit. Uh, spirit is a uh, a program uh, that was deleted and it's not completely deleted. Um, I know my last job, we deleted um, an email. So we would like email each other and we would say things in the emails and whatnot. So what we would do is we would, it was a, what we call a double delete. So we would delete the email. We delete it from our sent file. We delete it from all the different, different folders that it appeared in. Okay, delete it. Boom, done. Then, 
there's a purge button that would purge it from record. So we would do that. So that was like covering your your tracks. However, <laughs> with forensics, it can still be pulled up off of the server, which is the one place that we don't have didn't have control over. We couldn't access that. So, yeah, learning that blew my mind. I'm thinking, okay, so you can recover emails. You can't hide them anymore. After I figured that out, never did it again. <laughs> Sometimes you have to get uh, get to that point where you fuck things up and you don't know that you fucked things up until someone says, hey, you fucked something up. You're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done it that way. Good to know. It's part of it's it's part of our programming as humans. We're we're a bunch of zeros and ones. Um, what what has us in the on mode is our DNA. That's the code. That's the computer code. That's that's what's telling us to. Go right foot, left foot, instead of left foot, right foot. It's what's telling us that we can uh, put our arms over our heads, that we're capable of doing that. We, It's telling us that we walk upright instead of hunched over. It's what's telling us to uh, walk on two legs instead of four. Now you're probably asking, wait a minute, humans don't have four. That's in your DNA. <laughs> if we did, it would tell us to use them. So we have, we have so much. We, there's, there's so much with our, with our programming as, as, as entities that, um, that we really have to understand. Uh, like, growing up, they would be talking about our, um, they would always say, say something to Along the lines of, um, oh, I'm trying to remember what the, how they worded it. Uh, I know it'll come to me. I'm, I'm telling you guys, I'm fucking old. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> I've been losing my mind here lately. Almost every day, I'd be sitting here talking, carrying on, and then my mind starts to wander a bit. And I completely forgot what I was talking about and recalling anything at all. Uh, there's just either my, either my there's some to put it in computer terms. I need to clear my cache. There's a lot of temporary files. Uh, <laughs> so maybe maybe once I figured out how to do that, then I'll be able to. Uh, be a little bit quicker. Uh, maybe, maybe in doing that, uh, although I confess I had um, indulged in, in a, a, something new that I don't typically do. Since, since the lockdown, 
I haven't really gone to any bars. And I used to go to bars and clubs and stuff all the time. Oh, <laughs> all the time. Uh, now, not so much. Um, we, uh, so that interaction with other people, uh, I, I don't have it as much. So I, I think that that's what's causing my my mind to just poof when it shouldn't poof. Um, so yeah, I, I indulged earlier, like I was saying. I I, uh, I was on a road trip. I was telling you about that where I came across the outlaw biker band, uh, biker group. Yeah, uh, so. I stopped in Kentucky, and I picked myself up a mint julep, uh, uh, thing. <laughs> it was, uh, the syrup, uh, to create a mint julep. And, uh, it said on the side of the bottle, just add whiskey. Whiskey and I don't mix. <laughs> I, 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 I can't. Uh, so today I did. <laughs> and you're probably wondering, why would you do that if you can't do that? Well, physically, I, I, can, I can do it. But the after effects, I think you know where I'm going. Uh, so here, here I am. I'm... I'm I'm up, uh, up in my uh, living room, and uh, I, I got myself a glass, and I got myself some ice, and I, I opened up the mint julep thing. This is the first time I broke the seal, too. So I opened the mint julep, and I pour a little bit in the glass. I go to my shelf, where I keep all my liquor, and I grab the Jack Daniels bottle. This was gifted to me. Uh, I tell you about him, uh, the, the guy that gifted to me, but I, I, I'm, I'm trying to stay away from certain people, <laughs> fly under some kind of radar, you know, it's just who I am. Uh, so he, here we go. So what I do is, um, I mixed the, uh, whiskey with the mint julep syrup. Uh, I don't even know why mint julep is like a, a Kentucky thing. It's, it, it's, is it just because it's rednecky? I don't know. I mean, I, I have mint growing in my yard, but I don't really want to mix that with anything and drink it. Uh, that's, that's just me though. So I, I, I mixed it together and, uh, thinking, I don't want to put a lot of whiskey in this glass uh, because it's going to be more whiskey than syrup. So I'm thinking, well, what else can I use? So I got myself a can of Sprite. <laughs> yeah, that's the ticket. So this mint, mint syrup with uh, probably like a a highball uh, worth of uh, whiskey, and then the rest of the glass was nothing but Sprite. 
question you probably have is, did you taste it? No. <laughs> That's the point. You don't taste it. Uh, so, yeah, it was, um, that was interesting. Uh, my other thing that I want to share, speaking of alcohol, uh, there's a local brewery here in town uh, called Platform. Uh, they they make the best beers. They're, well, we have two big ones here in town, Platform and uh, Great Lakes Brewery. Hands down, Platform is better. Oh, and I forgot about uh, Fatheads. Eh, I don't like Fatheads too much. I like their food. They have a restaurant at their brewery. Oh, so good sandwiches. Oh, if you're ever in town, you have to stop at, at, at the brewery and, and pick up a, a sandwich. Well worth it. Well fucking worth it. Uh, so what we got here is we got... Uh, we got a couple of breweries. The platform is... So I, I had out this platform. It, it's a, a summer thing um, that that was pretty good. It it had uh, a mixture of pineapple, guava, and citrus. Yes, it's summer, and I'm on a citrus kick. Hence the fucking sprite. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's just just how things are, and I, I'm I'm always trying to, to to see what what's best. Now, if any of you that are listening to my podcast, I know there's a there's at least a you know a good amount according to what my uh, analytics is telling me. Uh, if you ever want to see what beers that I I drink, if if that if you're inclined, uh, check out my Instagram because I always post uh, pictures of of the beers. Always. So if, if it's something that's outstanding, there's a picture of it. Um, so, yeah. My, oh, my Instagram. It's, uh, what is it? Baseline BG. Or do I have it as DJ Baseline BG? I don't fucking know. It, it's one or the other. Um, I'll probably figure it out and post it in the, in the, um, comments of this uh, podcast when I upload it. I don't know. Maybe I will. There's just so much shit going on. Uh, okay, so we got some time yet. We talked about... I know we want to know about pop culture shit. Well, that's all I took. That's pretty much it. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about... Uh, the one, the most fucked up thing ever. How about Israel and Palestine? Or is that, or is that bad? Should we not talk about that? Maybe we shouldn't talk about that. Uh, okay, so not, not Israel and Palestine. Um, let's talk about uh, next steps. Now, what do you mean by next steps? Well, next steps is the future. What, what, uh, what are we going to do in this podcast? Am I going to go back to weekly or am I going to keep going this every other week? Honestly, I kind of like this every other week thing because uh, 
it gives me some time to really get stuff together and and, and I think it might be like my, my summer hours <laughs> maybe in the winter I might do go back to every every day, uh, week but here in the summer months I, I think I'm gonna go every other week uh, there's that gives me a breather and gives you a breather so you have to listen to my voice too much longer um what, now what blows my mind it, it, and i sit here every time i talk i, I talk record this thing uh that my 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 day job the low g man's day job i uh <laughs> I'm on the phone, man. I, I, I'm, I talk to people for a living. Um, and almost, and this is kind of what spawned me to start this podcast is I've had so many people stop up on me and, and say, Hey, you got a sound, a voice for the radio. And I'm thinking, Oh, Yes, I do. <laughs> so that's what why I'm talking. That's why I'm why you're hearing me because uh, I I figure what the hell I'll go ahead and talk. I could talk for a living. I talk for a living during the day. I'll talk to it for a living for a week. I'm still waiting to figure get this Patreon thing going so I can get this. You know, you people can start being my groupies. I did think about doing an OnlyFans, but I think you guys would be paying me to keep my clothes on, um, which is fine. I would pay me to keep my clothes on, too. Uh, so, yeah. You know, sorry to burst your bubbles. I'm not, I'm not built like Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> um kind of more like a uh, like a lazy Thor so maybe like Chris Hemsworth oh well no, that's an interesting turn of events <laughs> maybe I am like him just not like him if you under if you catch my drift um, yeah I, I got the dad bod thing going on I just, I'm just not a dad. Uh, I don't have kids. Don't want them. Uh, yeah. Wow. When you really break it down, it, it, it kind of blows your mind. So here, well, so... Before I, I had my my call with with the the, the record company earlier, uh, I was working on building another uh, track. I had this really cool idea, and uh, I was working with it, working with it, because I, I was out messing in the yard earlier and listened to uh, the radio. But I, I'll tell you, my 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 go to radio station. Because I mean, I'm, a, I'm a satellite radio guy, okay? I, 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 if it's not satellite radio, then it's junk. Um, there's a channel called Rock Bar. So, yeah, I, was listen, I listen to that often. Um, 
best part about the channel is that they give you um, what do you call it instructions? Maybe instructions on, on how to build certain cocktails or shots or whatnot. I'm thinking any freaking channel that encourages you to drink is perfect. And not to mention the music's great. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm from Cleveland, so rock and roll all the way. <laughs> Even though I'm, you know, a, a, a DJ and, and producer for for EDM, but yeah, you know, you, you just gotta roll with it. And so rock, I sample a lot of rock songs in my music. I was talking to the guy, and he was telling me that he made a track, and it's posted, and it's for sale, and all this other stuff, called Free Fall. I'm thinking, Free Fall? So me being the rock guy that I am, I'm thinking Tom Petty. I'm like, so I asked him, I go, did you sample Tom Petty's song, Free Fall? He goes, no. I go, okay, I will. <laughs> So, I'm th I mean, because I've already sampled his, his from his track, Learning to Fly. And I was telling him, I go, hey, you know, with samples, I said, what I do is I, I typically pitch it and, and, and change the, the pitch. So, it, it's like it's recognizable, but you don't know from where. Like, he goes, yeah. He says, that's what you do. He says, that's how you get around it all. <laughs> like, so I'm on to something. He goes, yeah. He says, that, that's it. He says, because if you change it enough where it's not the original, there's no copyright issues. Now, if the, if the, if the sample was played in A and it was recorded in, in, in the original song, say Tom Petty Free Fallen was recorded in A, you pop it into your, uh, your thing, it's recorded in A, but you want to use that, that riff. So you change that riff from A to C. <laughs> Guess what? It's your track now. <laughs> it's not his. Because it's not A. God, I love it, man. Taking, it's like, and I, I was talking to an artist friend of mine uh, a couple years back where he was doing a comic book ser series that he just couldn't keep up with. Uh, so as far as I know, it's, it's just lying there on the floor. Uh, I think he produced one book, one, and he got some shitty ass reviews from a bunch of people. So yeah, <laughs> he, it, it really killed him. So, but he said he, at one point he was, he, he was talking to all his like quote fans and he posted this, um, this thing saying, if you are in a band or you're a DJ or something, you know, give me a flyer for you and I'll, I'll render it and put it into the book like as a background image or something. So I sent him one of mine and he goes, I can't use this. Did you make all this? I go, well, I tweaked this here and I tweaked that there and I changed this here and I changed it. He goes, you can't do that. That's copyright. I go, no, it's not. Now, case in point, and this is what I told him. If you look back uh, in, in art history, 
there was a, a lunatic called uh, Salvador Dali. And he had this really funky mustache and everything. And he goes... And what he did was he took the Mona Lisa. Well, the Mona Lisa belongs to Da Vinci. We all know that. He put a mustache on the Mona Lisa, and guess what? It's a Salvador Dali. So it's the same freaking concept, where if you if you tweak it enough, it's it's yours. Um, I could go back and cite Vanilla Ice. So when Vanilla Ice, back in the 80s, created Ice Ice Baby, uh, he sampled um, Under Pressure, which is David Bowie and Queen. And they, they were taking him to court because it sounded like the original. But... What happened was, is that the baseline was just off enough where you, it, it, it wasn't the same track. It sounded like the same track, but it wasn't the same track. So, uh, <laughs> you know, there's ways of getting around everything. And there's always loopholes, always, always, always fucking loopholes. Uh, I mean, that's kind of what you do with holes, right? You fuck them. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm laughing at my jokes again. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what this, what the world has next and, and, and how to move forward. And I think the Institute is poised for, for its next transition. Um, because I know personally I'm poised to to start taking a transition into the foray of, of music. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just psyched. I, I'm, I'm psyched to see how this is going to roll. Um, wow, you know I'm 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 just at that point where we were talking about. Um, ads and and how to get um, uh, enough uh, plays and likes and whatnot on, on your and the stuff and how to get to that point and, and that it you know promotion and stuff because you know you got to pay a promoter <laughs> they don't do shit for free so he, and it's like, that's what he was telling me he says it's going to cost you I said well it's going to depend you know and I said what are you, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, I'm, I'm able to pay for a, for a promotion, uh, if, you know, if this and that, well, see what they don't know is that I'm quite savvy when it comes to contracts. So, um, if you get me into a place to generate a buzz to generate a name um and you want to promote me uh nationally globally uh yeah so i'll have the liquid cash so get me into point a and then i'll give you point c because i'm just that fucking good uh, I, I was 
I, I, I can talk for three hours, but I'm not. I gotta, I'm watching my time as I'm, as I'm talking to you. So I'm going to stop it here. I'm going to say I'm going to stop it but just before an hour. And I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue this discussion in two weeks uh, after the holiday. So the first week uh, in June is when it's going to, my next uh, podcast is going to come out. So that first weekend in June, because I think June 1st is a Tuesday. So anyhow, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, I'm going to roll with this. So you, you follow where I'm, where I'm picking it up. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I can't believe I'm this close to greatness. All right. So let's, um, let's leave it here. And uh, thank you for uh, joining me at the Institute. Thanks for hearing me ramble. Uh, I, I know you probably didn't learn a damn thing that you even gave a shit about. Uh, but needless to say, you listen to it. And you want more. Because I'm just that damn good. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Let's show you the door.